0: The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders radio. And I am here again with Marilyn from Mods Awards. And Marilyn uh, Rachel, she is the executive director of the organization who is really raising the bar on innovation for families um, and care providers that are taking care of loved ones with Alzheimer's disease and dementia, and we talked a little bit about in our previous segment about you know kind of the background and the overview of MODS Awards and you know really what this really means. But Marilyn, I am really glad you're back with us because I would like to talk a little bit about your mission and your purpose and how you're uh, you know where you're at with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the the mission
1: of MODS Awards is to discover, to celebrate, to share innovative ideas, practices of care, programs, products, anything that can enhance the lives of persons living with dementia, their Mm -hmm. family members, and our care partners. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is, you know, I've always felt as, as a... Care partner myself because I lived with my mother or worked work with my mother for sixteen years with Alzheimer's and caregiving mm. is a learned skill and there's so many it things sure that if you knew if you were able to know about these in advance you wouldn't have to go through the trial and error um, product and and so it's really about giving people resources and giving people mm-hmm. hope and joy um, and that's really our focus is we want to share these we want people to have resources and to to mm-hmm. learn and to not have to go through this over and over again trial and error
0: mm-hmm. to start with what do, you resources. Find, what do you find with families today are the biggest challenges in caring for a loved one with dementia Oh,
1: gosh, there's so many. Um, but I think one is, I mean, one of the things I learned early on was that real time was my friend. I, I learned that I let go of the woman who used to be, and I embraced the woman who was with me now.
0: And I learned so that's that. a powerful thing.
1: Yeah. So that's a really very
0: powerful t- okay. thing and not necessarily something that's e- easy to do, because especially with a family dy- dynamic, whether it's it's a spouse situation Mm -hmm. or it's a mother daughter or a father daughter or whatever that is, there's still those tapes, those, you know, those, those, you know, (laughs) that are encrypted in both of our Mm -hmm. brains of what that relationship is. And I know with my mom, even though she had dementia, um, I was still the daughter (laughs) and I will always be the daughter And Uh those tapes never went away. You know, she was still the one in charge (laughs) in her mind. And yet trying to honor that as as a loved one and trying to preserve their dignity is so important. And yet sometimes there has to be times where you have to step in and make decisions on behalf of that loved one. And there's this conflict I know that families deal with every day. Do you find that that's true?
1: Well, it, it was interesting. That the first thing I learned was that it was not about me and that the goal was not mm-hmm. to get her to remember things but was to get mm-hmm. her to be happy. Um, and so I adapted over those 16 years uh, as I learned, mm-hmm. but I also just kept adapting my care. And also, she kept teaching me. I mean, I agree with you that she was always mom. And in fact, I think one of the most... Mm-hmm. I only cried once. The last time I cried was when... I, I was talking to mom about my day, and this was like early, like mid-stage, yeah. and, and all of a sudden, she, and I was like, you know, having a rough day, and all of a sudden, she got really agitated, and I stopped because I realized she was picking up on my um, feelings, and, and it was right. difficult because sometimes you just want your mommy, and mm-hmm. I couldn't, and yeah. that, was, that yeah. was a huge learning experience for me, um, and that's you, when I began to change.
0: Do you find it's kind of an energy dynamic between between families when they're communicating? Is it like you just said something she was picking up on you? Do you do you think a lot of those breakthroughs with Alzheimer's can be transmitted through you know energy?
1: Oh God! Gotcha.
0: Or the kind of um, the vibe? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and cause you, they do. They, they're picking up on your energy. So you, you have to be very mm-hmm. cognizant. I mean, one time mm-hmm. I actually, because I kept saying to mom, mom, I'll see you tomorrow. Because, of course, you know, she wasn't going to miss, so remember. And I got there, and the nurse said, where have you been? Thank God you're here. She has been asking for you all morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, well, I'm not quite sure how engaging I was that day, but she really, really. And so when I got there, I walked in. She said, well, thank God you're here. So it was very, it was just, I mean, mother was, I was very lucky because I I do believe, and I think this is true for most people, that who she was essentially was intact. It was faded, it was diminished, but who she was was intact. Her sense of humor was there. Um, And so it was just, it was just incredibly, once, it was interesting. One person said to me once, your mother left you years ago. And I said, well, if she Mm -hmm. left, who's there? and i would argue that it's a person well worth getting to know um it's it and in, in real time, time yeah it's true and it was really wonderful to sort of go yes of course and and you know she was it was a journey for me um as much as for her mm-hmm. and when you take that journey together it's it's a gift if you have the ability to do that and and not everybody does um and I was mm-hmm. lucky because mom was in a really great facility at Horizon House um, and some home, you know, care providers are under mm-hmm. a lot of stress. And in that respect, it's sure. like respite and are programs so that, you know, some of these programs, um, in fact, the organizations that we develop, provide all sorts of activities and ways to keep them mm-hmm. connected and active uh, and to also okay. provide respite for care partners.
0: Well, and one of the things that you mentioned, which I think is so powerful and and kind of going over to the caregiver side, um, I think one of the biggest challenges for anybody that's caring for a loved one is for them to still keep balance in their life and don't give Mm -hmm. up your life. Um, I know for me, I gave up my life because I didn't know any better, right? And so mm-hmm. my world went out of whack. And when your world is out of whack, guess what happens? You pass that craziness on to your loved one. And that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily work. And and so certainly, um, you know, to, to learn to say no, I think one of the things that, you know, I always have said that a family caregiver or a family care provider, um, you know, is usually the sacrificial lamb of the family. Um, they know mm-hmm. who they can uh-huh. put, you know, the family can... Say well, she'll take care of it because she's not going to say no, or he'll he'll take care of dad, or whatever that is. The point of the matter being is the family needs to come to some degree of understanding that there has to be balance and there has right. to be a process. And if that if that is not able to achieve, in you know whether it's you know I have a family, I have to take care of my career, um, all of those different things need to be priorities. On an equal ground, if not higher, then you have to be in a situation to seek out other care options. And I think that is where a lot of families get stuck. They get stuck in a situation where huge guilt, and and so you know a lot of what you're saying about you know thank God you're here and all those things. Thank you know Horizon House is an amazing um, community. I know it well, Mm -hmm. and certainly um, you know. Your mom was in a great facility, but you had the peace of mind that you could find, you know, and achieve balance in your life. And a lot of families out there right now don't have that option. And we certainly (laughs) want to make sure that people know that they don't have to feel guilty because they need, you know, balance in their life. Balance is so important and so key.
1: But I would also... It's interesting that you mentioned uh, Horizon House because the thing that finally got me in touch with Mother is that when she started to paint at this wonderful program run by Elderwise, and she hadn't painted since she was, I think, in in kindergarten, and all of a sudden she started painting these amazing things, and that's when I realized, oh, wait, she's still there. There's somebody really interesting in there, and and I was so excited. She painted every week. I would rush back to see what she'd done, and that really... Changed my trajectory, and what mm-hmm. she was painting was was communicating with me in ways that she couldn't do verbally, um, right. and it was fascinating. And I gave myself permission to enjoy this, <laughs> and plus, yes. it was a, a, a way for mother to have fun. And it wasn't all about remember things, Mom. She just had fun, and it was. And I wish I had known these things when my father had Alzheimer's. I wish Mm -hmm. I'd known Mm -hmm. then what I know. Sorry, there's a huge siren going. I I wish I'd known, goodness, I wish I'd known then what I know now, because I would have have been with my father differently, because he was different than mother. He was having a very hard time. Uh, Almost everyone in his family got Alzheimer's, and he was very angry. And I would have realized that he was frightened and afraid of being abandoned. And I could have just been with him. I wouldn't even have had to do anything. I could have just been with him to mm-hmm. reassure him that I wasn't going to abandon him. I mean, everybody is different. Um, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the experience you go through, if one could learn from that, I mean, one of the innovations was from this wonderful woman named um, Allison Trier, who runs a program called Thriving with Dementia. And she wrote uh, I developed a program, How to Be Friends with Somebody with Alzheimer's, which really is a primer on how to become a care partner. And I was reading it. I was going, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, all those things that took me, you know, 10 years to learn, suddenly you're reading in one volume, which is really, really helpful.
0: Well, and I know that for our families, you guys have an amazing handbook on your website, So, um, Marilyn, give us the information again. How our listeners can get that booklet?
1: So, the booklet is um, it's going to be it's available on our website at www.mozawards.org, and it has detailed information on the eight awardees plus Mm sixty-eight other innovations that came in from all over the country. I love that, and it's a free book. Free. Yeah, it's downloadable. Absolutely free. And we also, and absolutely free, it's downloadable. And then if you have a, want the printed version, we can send you that.
0: Perfect. So everyone, Marilyn and I will be right back. And we're going to talk about the awardees that happened this year who were rewarded and a little bit about the criteria of how they were selected. So until then, we'll be right back. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive our monthly newsletter, receive promotional discounts and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements.